Sarabjit Singh dies in Pakistan. India is outraged. India has called it a murder, but Pakistan continues to refer to it as an unfortunate accident. As Sarabjit's body is brought back to India on a chartered Air India flight which has just landed in Amritsar, the angry family of Sarabjit says Pakistan has backstabbed India. Their 22-year-old wait has ended in tragedy. मैंने पहले भी कह चुकी हूँ मैं 2005 से कह रही हूँ सही कदम उठाए होते हर आने वाली सरकार ने कुछ सोचा होता आज सरबजीत शहीद न होता The family of Sarabjit says that every government has failed Sarabjit since 2005. Now the tragedy of Sarabjit Singh has brought Rahul Gandhi to tears as well. He spent an hour with the family. Punjab will hold a state funeral. They say Sarabjit was a national martyr. The Prime Minister says that the criminals must be brought to justice. And the BJP says our tottering government has turned a coward. Well, I'll be joined in a few minutes by the spokesperson of the Pakistan government for Pakistan's views on what India con considers an out-and-out premeditated murder. But before that, let's just bring you a few more details. The images that you see on your screen are of that ambulance, that hearse which was brought into Amritsar Airport a little while back as the coffin with the body of Sarabjit Singh was flown in to Amritsar from Lahore just a little while back on a special chartered Air India flight which landed a short while back. That body uh, will be taken to his village. There will also be a post-mortem which is conducted. Remember, the government of Punjab says that he is a martyr. He will be treated as such. He'll be given full honors uh, as his final rights uh, are carried out. Well, there have been several political reactions through the day. Let's just listen in on some of them. आज हिंदुस्तान की भावनाओं का कत्ल किया आज हम पर हमला किया कभी हमारे जवानों का सिर कत्ल कर देना जो भी होगा सरबजीत के लिए वो जरूर किया जाएगा पर उस वक्त आज सरबजीत के लिए हो रहा है जब सरबजीत इस दुनिया में नहीं रहा पर मेरी शायद बदकिस्मती रही कि मैं अपने भाई को जिंदा पाकिस्तान से लाई नहीं सकी एंड राहुल गांधी स्पेंट क्लोज टू एन आवर विद फैमिली of uh, of Sarabjit Singh and uh, they, they, he met them in, in Delhi in fact and then this is shortly before they returned to Amritsar. He was visibly moved, uh, he was in tears. The Home Minister Sushil Shinde also met the family in Delhi. Alright, lots of political reactions have also been coming in on this. India considers uh, the Sarabjit death to be a case of premeditated murder. The BJP has been attacking the Congress saying that they've just not done enough. They've not cared about the fate of Sarabjit Singh over all of these years. But everybody is slamming the Pakistani government saying that this was something that could have been avoided had they been careful. Is it a failure of Indian diplomacy? It's for people to judge. It's for people to judge. Never failed, you see, to bring him back. We have tried our level best. सच में हमारी विदेश नीति किस दिशा में जा रही है और यह लड़खड़ाती हुई सरकार कितनी कमजोर पड़ गई है दुनिया के सामने भी यह उसका एक नमूना है यह हिंदुस्तान की सरकार की नाकामी के वजह से ही नहीं लापरवाही की वजह से ही नहीं 
मैं समझती हूं कि आज इन्होंने एक हिंदुस्तानी नागरिक की हत्या में इनका बराबर का हाथ दिल्ली की सरकार ने अपनी कोई ताकत नहीं दिखाई मित्रों अपनी कूटनीतिक ताकत भी नहीं दिखाई और उसका कारण है दिल्ली में एक दुर्बल सरकार है बट आई वुड लाइक टू रिस्पेक्टफुली आस्क दैट फ्रॉम नाइनटीन नाइन्टी नाइन टू टू थाउजेंड एंड फोर दी There was an NDA government. Did they even lift a single little finger to facilitate even councillor access to Sarabjit Singh? So, therefore, those who are shedding crocodile tears today, those who are trying to politicise this unfortunate incident. Well, joining us now, NDTV's Anand Patel. He is at the village of Sarabjit Singh in Bhikiwind. Now, the body is not there at the moment. We are told it's actually been taken uh, for a post-mortem. Do we have any further details of what medical examiners are trying to look for at this stage? Well, Vishnu, uh, uh, we are here at the residence of uh, Sarabjit, and uh, you can see pe large uh, people in large number. You know, they've turned up to, to see uh, Sarabjit's body and to express solidarity with the people. You know, this crowd has been waiting uh, for Sarabjit's uh, body uh, since uh, afternoon, and you know, the body uh, arrival got delayed by more than a couple of hours. So finally, uh, we've got to hear that the, the body has landed in Amritsar, and now it has uh, come down uh, to a helipad near Bikiwind. and uh, from there it will be taken to patti uh, hospital where the autopsy would be conducted the family insisted on and conducting a second autopsy uh, for it feared that you know uh, uh, pakistan has been hiding facts uh, about uh, the murderous attack which was carried out uh, on sarabjit when he was lost at the court lakpa jail on 26th of uh, this month so uh, the family wants uh, to know the details uh, uh, what exactly happened what was the attack like and wh what were the details pakistan were hiding so uh, the government had agreed uh, to a second autopsy and which is being conducted um, uh, 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 late uh, later this evening uh, say uh, in a few uh, moments from now but uh, the, the key thing is you know the the autopsy is being conducted and we will have the details of what exactly happened to sarabjit how was he attacked and what led to his demise so we'll get those details later on but here the wait continues for the families and for the the neighbors and near and dear ones you can see they have turned out in large numbers you know and this is not the story of just sarabjit you know this is a border village and almost every village has a sarabjit and similar stories are there in almost every villages and that's what these people relate to with each other and that's the reason they have turned out here in large numbers today Vishnu all right Anand we leave it there thank you very much for joining us with those details well Sarabjit Singh's body is now back in India the big question this evening first China now Pakistan are our neighbors making mockery of India joining us to debate this Javed Akhtar Rajya Sabha MP lyricist and poet i'm also joined by Ajay Shukla defense analyst he's with us in the studio captain Abhimanyu spokesperson of the BJP and the spokesperson of the Congress Sanjay Jha we'll also be joined by Musharraf Zaidi the Pakistani analyst in a few moments from now captain Abhimanyu if i can come to you first who do you blame most for this attack would you just say that it's the pakistani establishment which was responsible for this or do you believe that the congress government has not done enough to look into the interests of sarabjit singh and his family over the last several years vishnu before i proceed to say anything uh, on sarabjit issue i would like to pay my sincere homage to the departed soul and condolences to the bereaved family and i pray to the almighty god to uh, grant courage to the bereaved family to bear this irreparable loss today the entire nation and the people of this country are appalled and aghast at this 
this murder, this assassination of Sarabjit Singh in Pakistani jail. And there are a lot of questions to be answered by so many people. The government of India today needs to explain that when it was made aware by the Sarabjit's family about the threat to Sarabjit in Pakistan jail, what were they doing about it, what, what had they done about it. Even the intelligence inputs were available that there is threat to Sarabjit's life. Did Indian government approach the Pakistani authorities to <coughs> ensure safety and security of Sarabjit in Pakistan jail? He was in the custody of Pakistan so government. Realistically, what so difference would that make? The first question that the government, government of, of India, India reaching explain. out to the government of Pakistan and saying that, look, you know, Sarabjit is perhaps unsafe doesn't necessarily mean that the government of Pakistan would be obliged to do anything to, to protect him even more. This is the government and this is a system which we need to fundamentally distrust for, for several reasons. So why blame the Congress or the government? No, I, I'm not blaming Congress party. I'm blaming the government of India Sure, the today. government. Why blame because the government? This, the people of India can ask questions only to the government of India. People of India cannot go to the government of Pakistan and ask them, the, why have you done this? So the this fault is, the is not the Pakistani the government, government of it's, it's, it's the government of India's because we can ask them the question. Yes. And, and of course, I would also ask the questions from the international human rights organizations, what have they been doing about it? Also, th there's no denying to the fact that the Pakistan government it's has to The international human answering. rights community doesn't have much say in Pakistan, sir. They never have in recent times. But, uh, but let me just, Sanjay, bring you in over there. I, because what the captain is reflecting on is this sense of anger, it's also been reflected to a certain extent by the family of Sarabjit, that the government has just not done enough. That somehow or the other, more pressure needs to have been put on the Pakistani government to take us seriously. They don't take us seriously. Just three months back, there was another, Pakistan, another Indian who was killed in a Pakistani jail. You know, you know, I'm, I'm actually very disheartened to hear what the BGP spokesperson has said. I mean, uh, it's a solemn day. There's, there's somebody who's been brutally murdered who was an Indian citizen. And uh, on a day like this to play petty, in my opinion, very pedestrian politics is, is uh, a sad, uh, I would say, a, a, a more tragic uh, manifestation of our political culture. Uh, let, let me answer what Captain Abhimanyu said. Number one. He's been in jail over there for over two decades. Now, you know, to blame the Congress government, well, there have been governments before, you know, 10 years before that, which were non-Congress governments. Yes. I think Manish Tiwari said that very explicitly. This is not the time and the moment to do that. What is the reality that we cannot ignore? But that that, that Sarabjit was in Sarabjit was the state custody of the Pakistani authorities. They have to take complete responsibility. You know, this is something we always say. When right. someone dies or something unfortunate happens, we all become very solemn and that's that's there's reason for that but that shouldn't be a reason why tough questions aren't asked well, sure. so the bjp has that question that look you know i mean does india count for anything in pakistan's foreign policy evidently it doesn't for so many reasons well uh, let me tell you the difference i mean this is something that we need to understand ajmal kasab brutally murdered several innocent citizens in the city of mumbai where i live what did the indian government do respected human rights gave him a lawyer protected him. I know there was so much criticism about the UPA government for spending uh, lots of money on his security, etc. But we upheld human rights. Now, as you rightly mentioned sometime yourself, but the unfortunately in Pakistan, this is, this is a tragedy of Pakistan. Yeah. And we, today is not the time for the BJP to be attacking the Congress. This is the failure of the Pakistan state. And let me tell you why the concern is higher in India. Because of the fact that when Abzal Guru was hanged, the Pakistan Assembly actually passed a resolution interfering 
working in our own affairs. Okay, I just so want to bring in Javed Sahib. I want to bring in Javed Sahib over here. Uh, Javed Sahib, you've said that while Kargil was extremely sad, you are perhaps even sadder today because of the death of this man, of Sarabjit Singh. Why so, sir? I think this incident is uh, extremely indecent and ugly and uh, pathetic and uh, it shows uh, some people in a really the worst light possible. Uh, what is uh, to be uh, uh, noted that here was a man, an Indian who was in the, the Pakistani jail for two decades. Pakistan had accused him to be a spy and responsible for the death of 14 Pakistanis and so on. And the court of Pakistan had pronounced capital punishment to him. So far, it's a matter of discussion whether he was or he was not. If he was really a terrorist and he was a spy, then perhaps he was the only one of his kind. Because India doesn't have any history of sending these kind of terrorists which we generally receive from Pakistan. So that's, that's because so, we don't uh, talk uh, about uh, it, sir, but there is no evidence to suggest one way or the other that there haven't been Indian spies in Pakistan. This is what they are saying. Well, as a matter of fact, I mean, uh, such things have not happened uh, where you have accused that Indian citizen had crossed the border and done this. It has not happened, as a matter of fact. For discussion's sake, one can say anything, but the reality is different. Now, this man was given capital punishment. He was in Pakistani custody. We had one Pakistani here who had life uh, imprisonment, Dr. Chishti. The president of Pakistan requested a government and so on and so forth and the Supreme Court ultimately decided to be more humanitarian and we let Dr. Chishti go back to Pakistan. Somewhere perhaps many Indians including me were expecting the same kind of gesture because we need lot of gestures to build some kind of confidence, uh, mutual confidence. So somewhere one was expecting, hoping against so hope they've stabbed that us in the perhaps back. Pakistan would do that. That's what you're saying. And sir. I have a feeling, let, please let me complete my point. Please let me complete my point. Yes. I have a feeling that somewhere the penny had dropped mm -hmm. and establishments and governments are not monoliths. They are people of different ideas and different thoughts and different points of view. And there was, I'm, I feel that there were people who realized that it will be better that Sarabjit should be sent back. Otherwise a man who has that capital punishment, why would they kill him like this? But every time when there is, there are matter of opinions, it is the extremist, it is the right winger, it is the fanatic that overwhelms the uh, situation in Pakistan. In fact, in fact Javid Sahib, I just wanted to bring in my Pakistani panelists at this stage as well. And because uh, exactly on the point that you're mentioning, Raza Rumi joins us now from Islamabad, the well-known commentator. The, the point that, that Javid uh, Akhtar Sahib was mentioning and a lot of people feel is that there are elements in Pakistan which whenever there is talk of things improving between India and Pakistan, there is always a step back. There was a great deal of talk about things improving <coughs> when this beheading incident took place on the line of control. There was a sense that we had perhaps moved beyond the tension of that particular time and now you see Sarabjit Singh having been murdered in this most brutal manner. Is that the biggest fear? For every one step forward that we take, there are two steps backwards. Well, uh, unfortunately, what you said is seems to be a historical pattern, you know, it's a cyclical relationship. We move ahead, then there's something incident happens. But I just want to clarify here, 
it's a very important point that Sarabjit's the ghastly incident. I mean, I condemn it because I think he was he was convicted. He was waiting for the execution of the court sentence, and the treatment meted out to him by the prisoners was definitely. I mean, it's out of question. It's against human rights. It's against the Pakistani laws, laws and constitution. But I think to say that the Pakistani establishment or the state is involved is too far-fetched because there's no evidence for that. To the, the chief minister of the Punjab province, Mr. Najam Sethi, has ordered an inquiry into the matter, a very high-level inquiry, and the facts are going to be investigated. And let's wait for them. Until then, I must remind uh, you all that the prisons in South Asia, across South Asia, not just Pakistan, India, uh, Bangladesh, are hubs of criminal terror networks. No, but they are hubs uh, of criminal terror network in many parts of the world. This is a person, I, I mean, all of Pakistan would know about this particular case. They, he was attacked by six yes, people. He was, they were, they were uh, forget about the bricks, there were blades and, 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 and aluminium shards which were used to attack this <coughs> man. Sure. How could no, no, the system, your jail that's, system, that's not have been involved and not known about what was happening? And he was a high security prisoner. No, def no, definitely, definitely there is a lapse of jail administration. Let me also remind you that we've had jailbreaks a few months ago. Some dangerous terrorists got out of, the, of, uh, of a jail in the northwest province, Khaybar Pakhtunkhwa. So what I'm, and, and that was not state-sponsored. I mean, with, nobody said that this No, no, but this is the murder that we're talking it. about. Ajay, do you, do you accept what Raza Rumi is saying? A lot of people in Pakistan are saying this. Yes, it's been a mistake. The Pakistani government continues to say that it's an accident. There was a scuffle and there was an accident. Is this something that we can believe? Uh, I, I frankly don't know what the Pakistan government would say. Nor do I care what the Pakistan government says, because this is an issue which I have to say it's the most unedifying spectacle of this man's body, an Indian killed in a Pakistani jail, his body coming, and politicians over that body indulging in a blame game across parties. Nobody is asking, not the politicians, not the media, nobody is asking the simple question, why is a man like Sarabjit being sent across the border? assuming that the Pakistani charges were correct and they say they've proved it in a court of law. We have not yet set our intelligence systems in place. We have no legislation. We have no organization. We have no operational framework for putting in agents into Pakistan, agents into other countries and functioning the way in uh, sort of intelligence and agencies no function. That we may have One second. That. As a result of that, people you know, small wage earners, farmers, uh, poor people yes. from around the border yes. are inserted into Pakistan and then they are abandoned to their fate, 20 years in prison. Uh, nobody, none of these politicians who are all shedding crocodile tears today were asking any questions at that stage or not in any serious manner. Why today then is suddenly this all this outrage taking place and this blame game taking place across parties? Where were all the legislators? when the time came to actually legislate a framework to give our... Do you know that our intelligence agencies don't function under a legislative framework? They are all illegal. But Captain nobody's Abhiwani, asking you, why don't question. you react to that? What are we talking about here? And let's be honest about this, Captain Abhiwani. We are talking about Indian spies in Pakistan. We worry about saying something like this because as a nation we can never accept that that's something that may have been done. But isn't it time to confront the truth? We are a nation, we, we have threats, and we believe we need to secure our national interest. Putting in spies is something every nation does. Why don't we respect 
the people who have been caught who have gone across isn't that some on the due some sort of dignity i i really don't subscribe to the theory to what uh, ajay has just uh, mentioned but uh, the facts of the case as i know them that uh, sarojit's case is a case of mistaken identity he was actually arrested near the border in pakistan where he had act straight across from his he was working in his farms and fields he straight across the border and he went into pakistan and he was arrested much later much after that the lahore blast for which he was actually convicted later on so he, the original fir was named uh, was against uh, the name of someone uh, manjeet singh and it was sarojit singh was actually arrested and uh, convicted later on so all through the case uh, there is no evidence against sarojit singh as such except for a video we are talking about a much larger issue sarojit singh no, I mean, whether I, he was guilty or whether he was innocent there are people like him there are farmers there are wage earners who are caught and the, sent across the border and essentially abandoned to their fate we had one person come back last year after 31 years in a pakistani jail ajay, ajay, the government I, of I india would, had nothing ajay, to do to set more, him free much more important than this issue is that how pakistan had been treating our people how pakistan treated captain saurabh no, khalia what is important is how we have been treated how pakistan knew what is important is how we have been treating our people treated sarojit singh uh, we cannot we cannot overlook all these issues no, we have sir, to this is the time we are overlooking the issues we are not we are not overlooking the issues so we are just talking about respecting we are just talking about respecting the people who we may have put across and that is the government's responsibility not just the government the opposition the legislator parliament all of us should be respecting our own people and if we don't respect our own people do we expect a Sanjay, government like I, pakistan I looking on uncomfortably because this Ajay, is a this truth is that exactly we, we, we have foreign policy concern captain captain exactly i just want to bring in sanjay jhaubey sanjay go ahead no i have only one simple point to make number one i think pakistan today perhaps is realizing that its credibility is so low that today when they make a statement about the fact that they were investigated into what happened in the jail that people will be punished etc etc nobody in india seems to be taking that seriously and i think this is a matter of great concern as far as our bilateral relationship is concerned i'm glad you have got somebody from pakistan here on the channel on the panel as well because to my opinion two countries who have been neighbors have had historical armed conflicts the wars have not let any country progress any further if you notice despite four wars that india and pakistan have had and technically we have won all four of them it doesn't really translate into anything significant in the military or diplomatic advantage now if two partners have a relationship that they need to resolve and the credibility of pakistan and india is particularly low after the way they handled 2611 which is why you find the beheading of our soldiers no, uh, that happened no i'm asking a question and the and the and the killing of sarabjit singh is becoming explosive you see with every incident we yeah, no, you're, you're talking becoming about an explosive issue are, are, but that is I, the larger I, I, perspective Sanjay, you're not answering my question we're talking about spies and respecting people who we put across but i'm going to move on ajay i'm going to move on nobody is going to answer your question because it's easier to hammer pakistan than to solve the problem of treating your own citizens with dignity and no, respect no, that, that, that may be no listen i'm I, ajay i'm not going to ignore I'm that sorry, but i'm not trying to comment on what may, really may, is may the current may status in terms of javed sahab spying on pakistan uh, javed sahab uh, i'll uh, javed sahab i'll come to you yeah, in one I minute from now because i'm also joined by naresh gujral who uh, the yeah. mp of rajyasabha mp of the shiromani akali dal who's been waiting very patiently Mr Gujral what what uh, a lot of people uh, were were you know i mean a lot of media people were observing is now that his body has been brought back 
whether it's the Congress or it's 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 the Akalis or the BJP, everybody seems to be trying to offer more and more money to this family. Where were all of the political forces when this man was in jail for all of these years? It's now that we that that, that the Punjab government is making him into a national martyr. It's it's too late now. But aren't you politicizing the? You know, isn't everybody politicizing the goodwill that this man now seems to be enjoying? Well, first of all. I think we need to ask the government of India that what steps did they take in the last three weeks when once they were informed by his sister that his life was in danger. Why doesn't the government of India go public? What steps were taken? Number two, I have seen on on your channel and other channels that his he had. Uh, one post-mortem was performed on his body in Pakistan, another one is being done in India. But I think we need to do a post-mortem of our foreign policy. Where have we gone wrong? Today, we are neither respected, nor do we have, do, does any country have affection for us, nor do our neighbors fear us. So I think it's high time we started to introspect, because very frankly, this government has brought the country to its knees. We need to understand where we are going wrong. Okay, this government has brought this country I, to the knees. I Go completely ahead. disagree with Mr. Gujral with due respects. Uh, if you ask me, if you look at it historically, Mr. I? Gujral, the policy of strategic restraint that India has practiced with both China and Pakistan really has not boomeranged against us as yet. So let me just try reiterate that point. So the that Chinese Pakistan, are sitting 19 kilometers minute, inside minute, Ladakh. Yeah, yeah but, but let me tell you, the government of India... It's even, not boomeranged. Let me tell you, the government of India against Pakistan... Let me answer the Pakistan. Pakistan angle first. Today, d Pakistan's diplomatic isolation and why it's asked questions on multiple occasions is because of the fact that post 2611, India has been successful in exerting a lot of international pressure on Pakistan. As far as even China is concerned, I mean, that's not perhaps the subject we are discussing. But even as we talk, I mean, today, for example, the, the foreign minister's visit to Pakistan, to China, is being seen by some people as a, as a soft gesture. On the contrary, there have been a very yeah. strong statements made by the defense goes. minister. Yeah, exactly. The defense minister has also mentioned that the government will take all possible steps to ensure that the status quo in Ladakh is maintained. Now, there are certain gray areas, Vishnu, that we cannot ignore. That you see, today, as India is not what we were in, 19, in the past Chinese war happened. Today, China is very apprehensive about India's growing military cloud. If they're that and also the fact they've that come the 19 States, kilometers into Indian territory, set up five tents, and are maybe constructing a road in that particular area after having cut off our patrol route. Well, well, let me tell and you. They are apprehensive of us. Let me tell you, there is currently, even as we talk, uh, uh, some things that obviously cannot be disclosed on a public platform, but at the very diplomatic level, there is an engagement to ensure that that, that process is reversed. Well, so, let's you know, hope, let's this is not is final. Sir. This let's, is a fluid state of hope affairs. That it is. Absolutely. Javed Saab, you had a point to make. Go ahead. Yes. You see, I think we are moving away from the topic. As a matter of fact, if you remember, I mean, it won't be fair to blame the government of India, any government of India, as a matter of fact, at any point of time for something that Pakistan has done. How can you make Indian government responsible for it? We had gone to Lahore in a bus. I was also in that bus where Atalji had taken us to uh, Lahore. Within a few months, Kargil happened. So would you uh, blame Vajpayee government for Kargil? That would be extremely unfair. 
I mean, that's uh, uh, something that Pakistan government did or Pakistan army did. You can't make Bajpayee uh, government responsible for it. So what has happened, why people are upset, let me tell you. Perhaps if they had caught somebody, rightly or wrongly, their court uh, would have found that person guilty, given him capital punishment and then hung him. We would not have been able to say something, perhaps because, all right, so they thought that he is a spy, they thought that he, he deserved capital punishment and they gave him. Yes. But killing him like this means that even they were not convinced that they should go for the capital punishment. A, a, at least a segment, a part of the establishment was against it. There, was, there were forces which wanted to send Sarabjit back, but the extremists didn't want to All right. uh, see this happening. To see and this that happen. is why, they, to believe that two prisoners have killed him, it will be too, too nice. I'm not sure anybody not believes that, possible. Javed Sahib. I, I, I mean, don't think anybody in this country believes that at all. But Javed Sahib, yeah. you mentioned that, an important point. What is the government of Pakistan really thinking? Well, just a, a little while earlier on, I spoke to the spokesperson of the Pakistan government, and asked him some pretty direct questions. What he said, Mr. Ezaz Ahmed, thank you very much for speaking to us. Wasn't the Sarabjit death a clear-cut case of a premeditated murder? No, I don't think uh, uh, this would be the right uh, way to look at it. Uh, uh, there have been. Uh, uh, Pakistani prisoners in India who have not really received justice. Recently there was a case, uh, but I, I don't want to go uh, into that direction. I think the direction is that uh, uh, both countries have set up a joint judicial committee on prisoners, which is looking after the conditions of prisons in both countries, and I, I, I don't think that uh, it should be taken negatively what Pakistan did. And look at today, for instance, the way we uh, processed uh, the uh, the uh, flight clearance and and in such an expeditious manner we were also so able to clearance uh, doesn't take uh, very do much time to clear, but for the repatriation of dead bodies all this facilitation in fact the indian foreign secretary called our foreign secretary this uh, morning and he, he did express appreciation for a number of steps that the government of pakistan had taken i think the record would show that but sir wasn't you haven't so the question that i was asking is wasn't this a clear cut case of a premeditated murder in the sarabjit singh case Absolutely not. I don't think so. I think it was an accident and it was an unfortunate accident. Uh, uh, there was scuffle between the inmates uh, and he sustained injuries which unfortunately proved to be fatal. But sir, uh, he was attacked with everything from bricks to blades. How was this not a premeditated murder? I am not sure I can attest to that because the uh, preliminary investigation that was uh, uh, happening, I think, was uh, was had some other facts. So we would wait. We we would wait for the investigation which has been launched. Uh, the Home Department of the Government of Punjab, as uh, uh, as well as our Interior Ministry and the Jail Authorities are conducting an investigation. Right. Uh, our Chief Minister of the Government of Punjab has also. Uh, uh, launched an investigation. Right. So I think I would rather uh, uh, not reach that we determination at this stage and wait for the are, outcome are of that investigation. With truthful answers. Well, sir, couldn't Pakistan have accepted India's request to fly Sarabjit Singh to India given his condition or even send him to another country, which was an offer which was made? 
Well, we did process the, the request as soon as we received it, but the time ran out. And as you can see, uh, uh, this morning we, in fact, even last evening we had already started processing that, that uh, request. Sir, process the request because where is the time to process a request? This is the man who's dying. You either give it or you don't. What is there to process in this, sir? No, of course, uh, we, we did our best and within the times available to us, we, we, we did our best and I think uh, uh, what we did must not be underestimated, must be appreciated. But sir, was Pakistan opposed to sending him back to India? Is this the reason why you were processing this? You see, well, uh, there were legal issues. He, uh, he was a convict. He had... Uh, uh, committed terrorism in Pakistan. He was responsible for the death of many people and therefore we had the law had to take its course. Uh, what we did was out of humanitarian considerations. But sir, you don't see this as a step back in ties between India and Pakistan because there's a great deal of anger in my country. Well, uh, I would not hope so. I think uh, uh, it's an unfortunate incident, but that should not affect the relations between the two countries. The larger interests of the people of the two countries require that we continue the dialogue uh, uh, in an uninterrupted manner. I think this uh, interruptions in the dialogue process uh, uh, is, is uh, something that, that is best avoided. All right, uh, Ezaz Ahmed, the spokesperson for the Pakistan government, thank you very much for joining us and sharing that Pakistani perspective. Pakistan continues to maintain that uh, this is an accident. Uh, I just want to quickly bring in a reaction from you on that. They don't see this as a murder. He says that absolutely clearly. They see this only as an accident. How can the government of India proceed with work, with regular business, business as usual with this government, which doesn't see something so obvious as being anything but a murder? Uh, I, I think in this case, you know, why, why Vishnu, there will be a lot of concern is because he was a high security prisoner. You know, see somebody who was blamed by the Pakistan authorities for having, you know, actually attempted uh, to murder people in Pakistan in a, in, in a bomb attack. Uh, that would be serious business. So the fact that he was attacked and killed by more than two people uh, gives the impression that it may have been orchestrated. So the only way that you can get to a dispassionate neutral truth is if you have a dispassionate inquiry. And I think Pakistan perhaps at this point of time needs to wake up to this hard reality that, you know, you, it's not about one step forward but this is like five steps backwards. India has shown remarkable maturity. But you see, at the end of the day, as we can see by the reactions all over the country today, and it's understandable. I think we all empathize with the family of Sarabjit Singh and the, and the mood of the public. It's, 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 it's totally real and genuine. But the truth is that Pakistan today has to acknowledge the reality that India has been accommodating, India has been flexible, but this should not take us for granted because it makes it difficult for any government to proceed on a diplomatic initiative because the public anger cannot be totally well, discussed. The only people taking us for granted. We didn't get to discuss the China angle too much. They're certainly taking us for granted, it seems, as far as Ladakh is concerned. Thank you all very much for joining us. Sanjay will remain with us for uh, the moment. Let's, uh, Mr. Gujar will also be with us. But I just want to move now to our next big focus this evening, the continuing protests in Delhi following the acquittal of Sajjan Kumar in one of the cases he faces in the, or faced in the 1984 riots. The anger of 1984 has clearly not been forgotten. Will this cost the Congress dearly in the forthcoming Assembly elections in Delhi?
despite the security uh, measures taken, uh, a contingent of protesters have managed to actually break through. They've come right up to the gates of uh, Sonia Gandhi's residence out here. Protesters insisting that this is a peaceful protest. They were trying to uh, give a memorandum of sorts, uh, make a demand to the Congress president uh, that, uh, that the CBI go ahead and appeal against Sajjan Kumar. Despite tight security and the blockade of many roads in central Delhi, protesters managed to get to the gate of Tenjanpath. Sonia Gandhi, though, was away, campaigning for the Karnataka polls. Among the protesters was key eyewitness Jagdish Kaur, whose testimony led to the conviction of five people in the case. But the judge let off Sajjan Kumar, saying he deserves the benefit of doubt, as Jagdish Kaur had not named Sajjan in a statement to Justice Ranganath Mishra Commission in 1985. जो मैं मिश्रा कमिशन को भेजा था एफिडेविट उसमें पंजाबी में लिख के ले गए मैं बार-बार कोर्ट में बताया है कि वो पंजाबी में लिख के ले गए थे वो जो थे जो उन्होंने इंग्लिश में लाए तो मेरे को साइन करा के पढ़ के निशाया तब मैंने एमपी बड़ा लीडर लिखाया था स्पेशल पब्लिक प्रोसिक्यूटर आरएस चीमा हु रिप्रेजेंटेड द सीबीआई हैज सेड सजन कुमार्स एक्विटल इज अनसस्टेनेबल एंड दैट द एजेंसी विल अपील अगेंस्ट इट इन द हाई कोर्ट but the agency has distanced itself from Chima's statement, saying he's not their lawyer anymore, and no decision has been taken yet on an appeal. Protesters have now planned to start an indefinite dharna at Jantar Mantra from Friday. In New Delhi, Siddharth Pandey for NDTV. Well, the anger of 1984 very much alive on the streets of the national capital. We've seen these protests now continue for the last couple of days. Is this going to cost the government, the Congress, dearly in the, the national capital region with uh, the assembly elections in Delhi coming up? Well, joining us to discuss this and the next steps forward as far as the legal process is concerned, Nirpreet Kaur, she's an eyewitness and a victim in a sense of 1984. Her father was killed at Rajnagar. Naresh Gujral, uh, the Shiromani Akali Dal Rajya Sabha MP is still with us. Thank you, sir, very much for being with us. H.S. Fulka, lawyer for the 84 uh, rights victim, also here with us. And Sanjay Jhar remains with us as well. Mr. Fulka, you, you know, in a message, um, I believe earlier on in the day, you said that there was such a strong sense of disbelief to this judgment that a lot of the families uh, of those who'd lost their lives felt that they did not want to pursue this anymore in court and that it was a challenge for you at this stage to actually push them to try and persuade them. Uh, tell us about some of, some of the issues that you face at this stage because a lot of people would feel 28 plus years, 29 years have gone by, there has been no justice, there will never be any justice. You see, initially there was a lot of frustration among, among the victims. They say they have faced uh, the threats from this uh, the the accused people who are very powerful and the cost of their own life nirpreet has been harassed so much her factory has been closed her export business has been shut down i mean this kind of a the threat there uh, and uh, they, they to their life they have been going through so they were quite frustrated now the three eyewitnesses who has named sajjan kar identified him they are believed as as far as the five accused are concerned but they are disbelieved for the main accused, Sajjan Kumar. Apart from it, there are many other issues, so I am not going <coughs> into it. But you see, the frustration of these people is not only on this judgment. Frustration of them is constantly shielding of Sajjan Kumar. Now, there, here, I have a charge sheet. In a, another case of murder of 4-6, in 1992, 
here it is. 8th April 1992, inspector signs this charge sheet, and on 8th April 1992 itself, the ACP also signs it, and they say Sajjan Kumar ke khilaf sabut pukta chalan gujar chuke hain. Or and uh, this is a case of 302. Hmm. This and is to be presented. The point that you are mentioning today. is that there are multiple cases over there here. There are multiple cases, yeah. but the point is till today that no, this has not been presented, has not, has not come to court. Presented in the court. Yeah, I'll just come to you in a moment. I'm also joined by Mr. Arvind Kejriwal, convener of the Ahmadmi Party. Um, Arvindji, I think, that, and correct me if I'm wrong. The main point that you are mentioning, or, or your party would like to focus on. Is that this is not just an issue of outrage for the Sikh community? It is an issue of outrage for all of India. Uh, is but that being said, are you trying to take advantage in a sense of this politically because it is something that outrages so many people in our national capital? That is true. I mean, uh, if you have seen, Aam Aadmi Party is a party of the people, the ordinary people who have come together to cleanse the politics of this country. In the last few months, you've see, if you have seen, Aam Aadmi Party has been standing by the side of all those people who are facing injustice in this country, whether it was of uh, the rape of the five-year-old girl or uh, it is the Sikh riots today, or whether it is scam after scam that are, that is coming out, and we have been exposing scams. So today, I think it's not a question of uh, just one community or another. If justice had been met uh, in the 1984 case and the justice had been done in a timely manner, I firmly believe that 2002 riots would not have taken place. The, these kind of riots take place. One or the other community is uh, uh, targeted only because the message is going out that this criminal justice system that we have. Will support the guilty people, and there will be no justice done to the victims. But Arvind, uh, tell me this: there are 13 lakh Sikhs who live in the national capital. They can affect the outcome. I'm told of 10 of 70 assembly constituencies. Is this also something that you have in mind that you can actually get electoral gain because of the outrage of the Sikh community? We don't look at it from electoral gains point of view. This is how the normal, ordinary, ordinary other political parties would look at. For us, every single, every single case, every single case of injustice is important for us. For instance, in the last few days, we have been successful in getting two missing girls located in Ghaziabad. How many seats did it fetch for us? Nothing. Hmm. There was no media coverage. Hmm. There was one girl who was missing from Ghaziabad for last one month. Police was not taking any action, and our volunteers went and ghered out the police station. And within four hours, they found the girl in Muradabad. Similarly, there was another girl who was found in West Bengal. We did not get any seat because of that. Aam Aadmi Party is not about only electoral gains. It is not about only electoral politics. We want to cleanse the day-to-day -day politics of this country, and that is why we are here. If I may point out, yes, even the CPM has taken a very strong stand. In the parliament, also they criticised the government on on that when the Nanavati report came. The DMK, Malayam Singh Jadhav, even Lalu Jadhav. I mean, all of them. It is not only one party or another party. I mean, look look at now today. You see, I'll show you. Today we are talking about Sarvajit uh, being tortured and killed by the Pakistan. And yes, the justice yes. should be done. Pakistan done done wrong. Here I have a list of 51 Indian soldiers who are killed in uniform. In 1984, rights. Hmm. Nothing has been done about them. Hmm. So, uh, isn't our government responsible for the 51 uniformed men? Hmm. 
So this is something which outraged everyone. In it's not country. a question of Kejriwal taking the benefit or the CPM taking the benefit. This is a ke issue where the where the citizens of the country are being killed. Sanjay, there is so much anger, mm -hmm. uh, and he reflects that with <coughs> facts. Uh, and the, 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 the facts of the number of people who died are not disputed in many of these cases, the large majority of the cases. Isn't this something that will never leave the Congress? Because at the end of the day, irrespective of what may have happened in this particular Sajjan Kumar verdict, justice has not been delivered at all in this case. No, I, I, as far as the Sajjan Kumar verdict is concerned, I, I don't think that case is over yet. It can still proceed no, This ahead. particular and case justice, is unless it goes into no, a Finally, field, finally right? justice must be given and I completely agree with the sentiments and feelings of everybody concerned. Let me tell you straight on your channel right now that, that Vishnu, that what happened in 1984 was a terrible, terrible tragedy. I don't think that's something that anybody in the Congress disputes ever. I think senior leaders of the Congress party have apologized for it. It's a shameful incident. It's a blot on India's history. And that's something that I would be very categorical in sta stating up front. Going forward, I mean, that's that's what we should be really concentrating on. I know there were many commissions formed, many there committees were, 10 were commissions formed. commissions at least yeah, which were Absolutely. Formed. And I think that only compounded the whole problem. I think one of the big learnings that I think the judicial system needs to look at is that you have to have something more time-bound. You've got to make recommendations. But things weren't time-bound be because a lot absolutely. of the commissions weren't allowed no, I agree to with that. because I agree of the with Congress that. government of the day. No, I agree with that. You know but, that but I take great exception. Was not implemented. But you know, Vishnu, I take great exception to the statement of Mr. Kejriwal when he says that if 1984 verdict had happened in a very short period of time, 2003 would not have happened. In a sense, he'll make Mr. Narendra Modi very uncomfortable because what he's saying is that Modi committed the 2002 ghastly acts under his own supervision, whether he did it himself or indirectly, fully aware that the justice system won't get to him. I think that's a very strong indictment of the BJP government under Modi. But I don't want to play right, politics The BJP is here. not here. No, uh, no, but, to, I, I, but, to, but, but you know, I don't think, I don't think we should make a mockery of our judicial system either. I, I think the truth is that I if Mr. Sajjan Kumar is guilty, yes. I don't think the process is over yet. And I know there are other charges against him and he has to prove himself. Uh, Naresh, I just want to go, go back to Naresh Kujal at this stage. Sir, uh, the outrage that we are seeing in Delhi, it's, it's, do you believe that this should be or, or will become an, a national issue going into the next elections or do you believe that the sense of anger and outrage is limited to Delhi? I am very surprised that you have reduced such an important and complex issue to vote bank politics. An entire community feels hurt because for 29 years this brave community has not received justice. 4,000 people were massacred on the streets of Delhi. It was state-sponsored terrorism. Congress leaders were leading these mobs. Everybody knows their names. The Prime Minister of the, of the day refused to call the army in for three days. Army was 30 kilometers away. And army was called in only after 4,000 people had been butchered on the streets of Delhi and within minutes of the arrival of the army everything became calm they are blaming Modi I condemn what happened in Gujarat and the guilty must be punished and they are being punished but are the guilty for Delhi being punished no sir and that is why we demand just as in the case of Gujarat Supreme Court took Suomoto action and an SIT was set up. Sikhs will only get justice if Supreme Court takes it in its own hands. 
yesterday <coughs> yes one sikh family called me and they said in 84 the sikh community were victims of state sponsored terrorism now we are becoming victims of judicial terror but sir i i understand what you're saying but i must ask you this given the cloud that the cbi finds itself in now in connection with with an entirely different matter the fact that there seems to be overwhelming evidence that the cbi is controlled effectively by the government do you believe that in the process of investigations in this particular case the cbi or for that matter any other agency will be independent to get to the bottom of this because as every minute and every day passes you're that much further away from justice for 84 victims only only if cbi has to report directly to the supreme court and not to the government of the day nitri ji let me ask you uh, one question uh, you've been battling for 29 years now the court after all of this has said that you are an unreliable witness for the reasons that they've spelt out that you named sarjan kumar for the first time to the cbi in only 2007 so can you clarify for our viewers why you did that why did you not name sarjan kumar in 2007 despite the fact that you saw your father being killed in front of your own eyes no they are telling lie in 1984 i have said na- name of sarjan kumar then only they are started harassing me and uh, i was uh, threatening me and even i have to shift from motiba gurdwara to anandiketan three times we have changes of our house and afterward my mother has to shift me in punjab that time uh, when my mother shift punjab before what they have done they have killed wing commander ls pannu yes who provide for me uh, jawans and uh, vehicle to bring another sikh families so they can't say that i have not mentioned uh, before sajjan kumar name the, whenever i i have get chances i have spoken his name but they have harassed me they took me in a police custody whenever they want to uh, uh, put pressure on me they pick me and they went uh, send me out afterward even my mother also has to live me in a pre- uh, in prison more than 3 years uh, in uh, 19 uh, 91 also when uh, on i think in uh, election time when the on sajjan kumar and uh, dharmdas shastri there was a something happened in that time also they have picked me and they said that you have done this and then they, they just even from the prison also 19 uh, they have taken me outside in a custody and they says you just uh, uh, don't speak about sajjan kumar if you you speak the name of these people forget about your father then we'll leave you mr bulka as you hear that and you've got so many of these cases uh, the, big, the the biggest people involved in this apart from uh, the allegations of political leaders being involved were the police and the fact that the police have been systematic uh, systematically been shielded by the political class allegedly and vice versa uh, in a in a city like delhi where nobody seems to have faith on the police force now um, how can anybody have any faith going in the future on these institutions because of what happened way back in 1984 this is the unfortunate part is we have to live here we have to depend upon them we cannot expect to bring the, uh, the fbi from america to here to investigate we have to whatever what whatever worth they are we are only trying to improve them and the the whole life i have spent to show that nobody is above law in this country but unfortunately you see what the nirpreet case is nirpreet has been arrested many times because 
if she is targeting sajjan kumar why is she targeting sajjan kumar why if if she has not seen it if she has not uh, 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 sajjan kumar is not involved in number 1 now number 2 continuously from the november first week of november sajjan kumar's name has been appearing all the victims have been shouting at the top of their voice sajjan kumar was leading them off sajjan kumar was leading them off his name appears on, on in the newspapers on 7th Jan, uh, november 1984 <coughs> 25th november 1984 all human rights reports his names appear before mishra commission his names appear everywhere but still not even in a single case the police file charge sheet against him and then the it's a, this it's the judge has uh, at page 45 of the judgment he accepts the argument of the C- public yes. prosecutor ms chima that the jigdish court the statement of 3rd november 84 in which she says she named sajjan kumar that has been removed from uh, police yeah. records yeah. now when you now today it's so easy to say you have faith in the judicial system or what system when you are removing the records and placing it before the court and unfortunately the court f- it falls into the prey to this dishonest investigating agency okay i just want last quick comments firstly uh, arvind kejriwal do you intend to sustain this fight for justice for 84 victims well beyond uh, you know i mean the, the next few months leading up to the elections because this this process of justice could still take years is this a cause for your party yes certainly whatever issue that we have taken up we have never left that issue we are uh, uh, we are uh, we treat ourselves to be a part of this fight because it has happened with one particular community today it can so very well happen with anyone in this country if all of us do not join hands and be a part of this fight and let me point out when uh, some of the victims went and met mr kejriwal yesterday immediately he called me and he asked me where you are i want to come and take the facts from you he came all the way from gaziabad to uh, to the court to meet me and i really appreciate and i appreciate this is the kind of the feeling our politician need to have he left everything he say because the the community is feeling so much hurt today the community wants the people like kejriwal or other civil society people to come and join them in this fight for justice this is for the country it is not for the six alone mr gujral last word to you uh, there are so many generations yeah arvind ji go ahead yes point. yes go ahead I just want to make one point that uh, tomorrow Narpreet ji has announced that she is sitting on an indefinite fast at Janta Mantar. Now it's very sickening. I just want to inform the police has denied permission, and the police says that she, they will not allow her to sit. I spoke to her just now before coming for this show, and she says that her ruction will s- definitely take place. We were trying to put up a stage in the sound system, and the police threatened that they, they will seize the entire thing. is this the kind of police that we have in our country on one hand a particular community has been suffering injustice for such a long time and when they are trying to protest peacefully the same police provide z plus security to sajjan kumar but they are trying they are threatening uh, a peaceful protest all right last comments uh, last comments to you mr gujral uh, before we end this debate go ahead this kind of selective secularism will not do Congress calls itself secular. I hope they will. They should practice what they preach. Finally, let the poor Sikhs get some justice. Stop interfering with the process of the law. And I do hope 
that finally the Supreme Court of India will wake up. Let me point and out. And Suo Moto take up this the call. The Sikhs don't consider themselves poor and they will never consider themselves poor. Themselves poor. And I am not saying the poor the Sikhs. situation in this country where the Sikhs had to call themselves poor Sikhs. They no, are the, I don't think this. No, no, no. I, they have, is, they have made no, massive. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think, I don't no, think, I don't think Mr. Gujral is no, no, saying no, that. No, no, Mr. Gujral. But I am conveying to the whole no. of the country the Sikhs who have made I, 90 I, percent I, of I the sacrifices in the freedom struggle. Don't today try to reduce them to this situation where they have to call them a poor. No, they are not. They are, they are not. I am, the, I am not saying poor Sikhs like that. I am sorry they if may, I misunderstood. There may have been certain congressmen accused of what happened in 1984. That does not mean that the Congress party is not separate. Then why you are not the filing Congress the party, in the court? The Congress if you party. Are, if, if, just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute, sir. The Congress party is a secular party. Yes, there have been certain the people who are accused. Clear and from one, here, one minute. One minute. Let let them is clear from sir, here. Sir, let the let the law take its own course. CBI what law? CBI rules. What CBI? If you are keeping it, you are the police officer. No, no, I am commenting on the fact that the is promoted and is today in the prime minister's office. No, no, I am only commenting on Mr. Gujral's comment on the party as whole, which I think. But you also try to contradict. Just go ahead. But that is the fact. After twenty-nine years, they have given him such a justice. Uh, they had acquitted him, and they are saying that uh, Congress Party is a secular party. For where, when the for that time in 1984, Congress Party was a ruling party, and when we get justice, that time the, 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 still ah, they are a Congress sure, Party. Sure, that no, one, the, that is what a that is a part of a legal process that needs protest. to be resolved. No, I am going to sit over there. Where you are going to court arrest over there? Yeah. I'll go over she, there. They have already kept her in jail for eight years. She will spend few more days in the so jail. So what they again send me in the prison? I'm I'm not All worried right, well, about this. Well, we're going to end this uh, end this debate this uh, this evening one way or the other. This remains one of the biggest blots uh, in in the history of this nation. Will there ever be justice? Will more generations come and go with no justice being delivered? Let's hope that that doesn't happen. Thank you all very much for joining us. Well, quickly moving on to another NDTV exclusive. Another very senior law officer, the Solicitor General of India, has told NDTV Sunil Prabhu that it was wrong for the CBI to have shared the cold scam report. Does this make the position of the law minister Ashwini Kumar utterly untenable? The question is about the meeting. Was it proper to hold a meeting? in the first place at the law minister. The law minister today is saying that the AG is the one who called the meeting. What exactly is the truth? Please come clean on this because it's really becoming, you know, so mo nobody wants to take, take responsibility for the mess that has been created. See, I have come to the scene only just now. I was no way, I think, consulted in this entire process. But everything transpired. The meeting itself has assumed significance. Only in view of the statement that was made before the court, the court had put a very specific query as to whether the draft report, whether the report, not even draft, reports which were prepared by the CBI was shared with the political executive. The answer given by Mr. Harin Ravel was that it was not so shared with anybody. So the court naturally tends to actually believe statements of all lawyers, particularly law officers. But the fact was otherwise. It had been in fact shared with the law minister and others were present at the meeting. 
that fact could have been told to the court but mr ravel i can't suspect him because see he has been dispassionately defending the cbi in many cases people know about it in fact uh, many people would think that uh, he should have been slightly liberal in the case of sanjay dat or xyz but in every matter i know as a matter of fact he has been fighting with rectitude for the cbi but on that day everybody slips possibly i think in a spur of a moment he has made that statement which has triggered and angered the court 